Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, it's Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Majestic Grill. Rediscover downtown dining. Chris Harrington on 92.9's Jeff Cockins Show. Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are you listening to? It's a sweet little 16 uh, by Chuck Berry. Send it out to a Muddy's Bake Shop, which turns 16 today. I wrote about them this week. Uh, you did write about them. And uh, do you like a cupcake? I do like a cupcake, but I like, it's sort of interesting. It's one of the things that I didn't go, I didn't spend a lot of time on this in the story, but I did have a couple paragraphs about it. Like, they became known as a cupcake place. Yeah. And like that's that was never like the idea that we're a cupcake place. And like Cat really? Gordon herself, even at the beginning, it wasn't a beginning that it was a cupcake. No, place. what happened was Muddy's, and I, I could have done more on this, but I was trying to keep it from being too long. But Muddy's was sort of uh, open in a moment where there was a tr- big cupcakes were cupcake trend, explosion. Cupcakes were trendy like <laughs> right. nationwide. There was all these cupcake shops open. Like there was this chain Gigi's had some locations in Memphis. Yeah, so all these cupcake you know shops open around the country, and then they all close because it's a trendy thing. And Muddy's was, she, she even joked, like, I, I, she said six months in after we'd opened, I realized people were calling us Muddy's Cupcakes, and it was Muddy's Bake Shop, you know? And she herself is more into pies and cookies. Really? Um, yeah, huh. the, 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 than cupcakes. Um, but the cupcakes sort of became a thing and became sort of a signature um, and still very popular. I, I think the ratio has is, is changed a little bit these days. But it was never, like, designed to be a cupcake oriented shop it's just that's among the all the many things that they had you know? cupcakes was uh one of those things like um we also had the make your own ice cream yogurt phenomenon. Right, 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 right. that was another one it yep. feels like to me that the seafood boil thing is another one I, which i think is gross I, I, unless, never done unless, it. I'm, unless i'm at a picnic table by the beach <laughs> outside I don't want. I don't want to be sitting inside and just have a bag of wet food. Have that you I'm ever been through. once? Once with, with Jennifer and I hated it. And I hated <laughs> yeah, one. I've never been. Yeah, it would seem to me like yeah. I think you're right, and I assume it all tastes the same, right? Because it's all in the bag sloshing around. Yes, but whatever. But the thing about Muddy's, and I can't. And honestly, I can't remember whether I included this quote in the story or not. But uh-huh. but. Uh, it, 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 the thing about the Muddy's cupcakes, I used to say to people, yeah, cupcakes get trendy, whatever, but like not Muddy's. Like, right. like Muddy, they're good. Like it right. doesn't they're matter. Just, they're not trendy, right? right? And and it's not, and to me, the reason they're good, and, and Kat Gordon agreed with me on this, it's not just that it's good cake and it's good frosting. The key is the proportion of the two. Right. Like it's perfectly, their cupcakes are perfectly proportioned. You and know? do you think a lot of the fashionable cupcakes, too much frosting. Yeah, too much frosting, too overdone, too high concept, too much going on. They're literally too big. Yeah. The, the frosting in 
some of those places would overwhelm is, the cake. Is as tall as the cake itself, right? You yeah, have yeah, yeah. it's basically 50-50. Right, right, right. And you're right, hard to get hard to eat to begin with. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then um um so anyway, so it was, but it started on did she intentionally start it on a leap day or did that I just happen to be the day? I'm not sure day? whether that was intentional or accidental. I suspect it was more accidental, but it becomes sort of a neat thing where like they right. make every four years, if they have instead of making day. a big deal about themselves every year, it's like every right. four years, it's a real sort of more of a special kind of thing, you know? Um, we were discussing earlier in the show things that come around not every year that we look forward to or that we don't look forward to or whatever. A lot of people, it's the World Cup. The Olympics. The Olympics and presidential elections presidential are classic every four years. Cicadas yeah. Uh, yeah. come up whenever they come around. Right. Uh, but anyway, then there's this, then Leap Day. And today they're giving out, if it is your actual birthday, and Jane Donahoe, editor at the at the Daily Memphian, isn't, isn't her birthday, evidently. Okay. She could get two free cupcakes. She right? can. Just she bring can your ID in and get two free cupcakes. Bring your ID in and get two free cupcakes. I, I was interested in one more. People can read the story, though, at, over at the Daily Memphian. Because Muddy's was, it became its own kind of kind phenomenon. Of a, it was kind of a sensation. It was a sensation. Yeah. And it was over by the Racket Club. That was the first one? The first one on Sandra. Was on Sandra. Yeah. And what's interesting, and then it had the one, then there was the one on Cooper, uh, which was Muddy's Grindhouse. Muddy's Grindhouse. And that was great, too. I went there. Now Muddy's only exists on Broad. Right. And. I was really interested in her this is conversation. What was, this about is what this. was interesting to me. Yeah, why? Like, and so, it, what what happened there? So, and this is somewhat a little bit of old news, but I I went back and looked in our archives, and I realized that we'd never really written this. Like we had noted that like the the two other locations had closed during COVID and did not reopen, but we never right. really, unless I missed it, I couldn't find it in archives. We never really had a story about sort of the rationale because right. it's not like there wasn't business there. There was right. tons of business. at Sanderland. People were Sanderland lined up was outside. Crazy. All that was the time. The, seemed like the busiest one. And I went back and yesterday I interviewed her yesterday morning. It's a quick turnaround story. But as I was driving around yesterday morning, driving my son to school, I listened to a podcast that she, Kat Gordon, had done with Jennifer Biggs, our late friend Jennifer Biggs, and she had done this podcast with Jennifer on the last leap day four years ago uh but that's like three weeks before covid hit memphis but it happened so fast no one was even talking about or thinking about covid right right so she does this podcast just about you know this is our third leap day this is our birthday they're talking about the business they're talking about the future there's no sense that covid's about to change things at all amazing yeah and what cad gordon said in that podcast was a i will never open a fourth money's location there will not be another location and she said, B, you know, I find I found myself lately spending less time in the kitchen, and my goal the next four years is to spend more time in the kitchen. And so the hints were there that she was – it wasn't just like a COVID thing. COVID may have been a prompt, but she was looking to pull back before that happened. And, you know, her thing was – one of the quotes she says is like, I spent my time driving around managing managers right, instead of doing the thing. And doing the thing is being in my shop. It's baking. It's working with bakers. It's working with customers. That is what she loved. She didn't love being a business owner who had multiple locations and was managing a business. I mean, you business. could have totally have imagined yeah. Muddy, the Muddy's the franchise. Well, Muddy's she, in Sacramento. She, Muddy's no, in I, Charlotte. Well, she you know? said that she's been approached, which I, I assume was true, but did she confirm many, many, many times she's been approached by investors wanting to franchise and wanting, it, and wanting to do that. And she has always said no. And so we got to this discussion about this idea of growth and the expectation of growth and the assumption that that has to be the goal. Like that's sort of what we're taught about like sort of business in this country at least is that right. you have to always be growing. Everything has to grow. It has to get right. bigger all the time. And she really pushed back at that and I thought some sort of interesting ways. 
Well, it strikes me true of just like whatever the industry is, the newspaper industry, right? Yep. Whatever the industry is. Why can't you just run a business that's sustainable, make the money sustainable, that and creates and, a good and, product that's useful to your customers and pays your employees? And, and the reason yeah, is, is right. because if you're publicly, tra- investors want a return. That's right. And so it's driven by the investors who want a return that is not just, yeah, we make some money off of our cupcakes or whatever else. We need growth. That's what produces. And so that's why. That's why it's not enough. It was never enough for a newspaper just to make yeah. to to make a little money and for you know whatever else. You have to have growth. And she she specifically cited you've written about this recently. And I think she was she was talking to me about stuff some something we had written. I think she wrote yeah. your column, but yeah. she specifically cited the rendezvous yeah. as something that there could have been rendezvous all over the country. Right. It, it's this family business that's been around for decades, and you know they do get beyond Memphis with their mail order stuff or yeah. whatever, but. They chose not to have to be some big franchise thing. They they're a sustainable family business with deep roots in Memphis that right. people in Memphis love, and that she really and we cited have a good that life and it yeah, supports yeah. the that's employees right. who right. are here. And, and that's what she cited as like that's what she looks to is that kind of thing. And the other one that in, in the piece you mentioned was Dinstall. She said yeah, Dinstall's on the rendezvous. And Dinstall's does have multiple locations, but it's not. It's still a family owned like right. Memphis you know, enclosed within the Memphis area kind of thing. And then finally, to put a bow on this one, um, so why is Broad Avenue the one that she settled in? Well, there were two reasons, she said, and she said they were both accurate. She said, you know, there's a romantic reason and a practical reason. The romantic reason is she just sort of loved being on Broad Avenue, and she loved just the community of small business owners there and just that, that sort of vibe there. But then B, that's where the kitchen was. Right. So, so the, the the location on Broad originally was not a public location. It was a commercial kitchen where they right. made things that went to the other two locations. And so if you if you want to get down to one space, it's got to be a space where you can cook, right? right? You know, she, she couldn't move her right. kitchen to that little location. And, but now there is a place where you can sit down and get a cupcake and eat it at or whatever. Yeah, or and that's, that's or something, something that's apparently that's been there for a couple of years. I think a lot of people don't know that. I didn't though. know that. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people don't. There, there's probably about as much seating there as there was at Sanderland, which was not very much there, you know. But yeah, and what else do they sell? You name it, man. I mean, anything that you it baked goods. Well, I mean, you know, the, the cookies, pies, cupcakes, regular cakes, you know, oatmeal cream pies. Biscuits. You mentioned biscuits. They make their they make homemade vanilla vanilla wafers now. Really? Yeah, they make their own vanilla wafers. That when they make banana pudding, yeah. it's their own vanilla oh. wafers they made. They have taken baked biscuits. They have quiches. <laughs> they have chicken pot pies you can take and bake. They have, um, you know, they have frozen, like, balls of cookie dough you can take home and do. They have all kinds of stuff. Well, happy birthday to uh, Muddies. All right, Grizzlies lose last night. Eh, that's kind of how you like it to happen. That, uh, was, that, was, that was one of the good losses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a good loss. Um, I mean, you know, they, 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 get, uh, they get a bunch of 18-second chance points. You know, they're working hard. Uh, Gigi plays well. Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, career high yeah, rebounds. Huge game, yeah, it's funny. They had nine in the first quarter. They had four after that. The four right. after that is pretty good, though. Yeah, <laughs> right. we'll kind of take four through three quarters. I was for surprised he never had more than thirteen. No, he I, really no, is not a no, good I, rebounder. I, I knew that to be the case. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's like you, you wonder. There's something about there's something about rebounding that's just like you know this sort of instinct to go get the ball. He right. just doesn't seem to have. Yeah, you know, it's sort of a, it was sort of remarkable. Anyway, and then uh, it was bobblehead night for uh, Anthony Edwards, and he was he was himself, and uh, and so there you go. And Portland coming up next. Portland winless in February, uh, two games at FedEx Forum. Um, a couple other things I was going to ask you. One is 
as we were thinking about the great, and I don't know when you're going to write about the great center pursuit, um, but Jeffrey asked the other day, what are the audits going to be the person, the, the center, whatever, the, that the person starting next to Jaron Jackson Jr., what are the odds it's going to be Brandon Clark? Um, I... 20%? I don't know. I, I, right. I don't think it's zero. I don't think it's zero, but I don't think that's the plan either. I, I, I think, you know, you saw you saw during the playoffs two years ago, you know, when Brandon Clark, because he's hurt last year, but during, you know, when you get into that um, Wolf series, he was great in the Wolf series, right. and you get into the, the Warrior series, the instinct was more to finish with Brandon Clark, not to start with Brandon Clark. They do like the Jackson-Clark pairing, but I don't think they're looking for that to be their starting lineup, right. which is not to say they don't find themselves there. Right. They may end up there. Yeah. But I don't think that's the plan. All right. And then Sam Hardiman has a, had a story up today, which I thought was interesting. It was because the uh, they're having the ribbon cutting on, which is a little odd. They're ribbon cutting a stadium that doesn't exist yet. It's really more of a shuffle yeah. in the dirt right, 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 than, right. A, than a ribbon cutting. Um, getting your ceremony, you're 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 getting an ending ceremony, right? right exactly. Yeah. But so he had asked, when are we going to have a ribbon cutting? Or and of course, it's a renovation, so who knows what it would. But but I, I honestly, what I got from it, what was just sort of interesting, was it all felt very heated last year, right? Yeah. For one reason or another, like um, partly because the mayoral administration was coming to an end, partly because yeah. the University of Memphis seemed to have the time. their own yeah. time frame. That, yeah. and, and in the end, haven't really done anything with that money that they say they needed immediately, whatever. And now it just feels like cooler heads have prevailed and they're trying to figure it out. And right. and by the way, they might really go ahead starting on stages of work this summer, even though the lease has... I don't know, is that your... Like, what's your impression of all that? Um, yeah, another thing is, and we still don't... No, we don't. Not only do we not know the details publicly, I don't think anybody really, other than maybe you know some people in the offices at FedEx Forum, know the details even privately. Maybe even they haven't fully flushed it out. But my sense is that the magnitude of what they are doing maybe is is pulled has been pulled back a little, just a little bit, maybe. Right. In in terms of the level of disruption that would go into the renovation, you know, right? Um, like tonight, this summer. I mean, evidently, Sam reports that they've that they're going to work, they're going to new sound system. And like, there's stuff that, as part of the $500 or many million dollars it is, there's stuff that's just needed to be done. That's back of the building stuff and that kind of stuff. Well, that's it seems the like they're thing. going to just I go mean, keep doing it. They're going to start doing it. You can, ta- you can take all the different components of this whenever it comes out and you can put them in different buckets. And some of those buckets are like dull stuff that you don't right. see, but like, it's like, right. you know, like the elevators and the bathrooms and the heating and the plumbing and all the, you know, upgrades and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then finally, what do you make of the talk that the NBA is worried that there's too much offense? I haven't, I saw somebody, I think it was Bon Temp. Somebody had a story about it on ESPN. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. And so I don't really know. I'm not really conversant on the details of that. My my general feeling is that things have tipped a little bit too much towards offense. I, I think basketball is best when there's more of an equilibrium between right. offense and defense. And so I mean, it, it's sort of it's somewhat artificial to to, to to target like a score. This kind of score is a good game, but roughly speaking, like you know, a 105 to 95, 110 to 100 game to me is more interesting than, than a, a 143 to 129 or an 80 to 75. You know, I, right. and, and so I think that kind of equilibrium between offense and defense is yields the best basketball. And I do think the equal equilibrium is a little out of whack in terms of how you address that. I'm, I need to read up more on some what's been out there on that. But I do think 
the equilibrium is too much tilted to offense now. Well, it's interesting because Jeffrey was making the point in the afternoon show yesterday that I think you, Jeffrey, said you want to wait and see what it's going to be like in the playoffs because yeah, yeah, that's a good point. On the other hand, the regular season matters too. We're watching these as games as an entertainment yeah. product. They, yeah. they they still care about the re- so it may be that all of this will tighten up in the postseason and when it matters, and we'll say yeah. But if the product is eighty two games of of way too much offense, they might still want to tinker with it, right? Because yeah. yes, and, and and I think way too much, and not as maybe maybe not as much like this as as the as some people may think who don't watch a lot, but still, I think too much similarity in the offense. You know, the whole the the, the idea that that I like stylistic diversity among teams and within teams in terms right. of the offense. Like I like post up plays and mid range jump shots, and like I like all the all the different stuff going on. I don't think everything is either is a drive and kick to a three point shot. You know, I'd like to see a little bit more. Are we having? I mean, Minnesota's certainly different than yeah. They play big. Golden State, right? I mean, there's well, Golden State's always been a little different. If you get into the weeds, I mean, they are like a space out three point. There's an avatar for that, but they don't do it quite the same way as other people. You know, with 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 with, you know, they're more of a movement off ball movement oriented kind of team and and the passing and all that. But but I you know we we have seen sort of a little bit of return to big men to prominence with, with Jokic and Embiid which I think has been welcome and so I'm in favor of balance between offense and defense I'm in favor of diversity of styles I'm in favor of all that kind of stuff. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.